Welcome to Content Etc, a podcast to help you work through the challenges of marketing your creative small business. I'm your host, journalist and copywriter Michelle Gately from Word by Word Storytelling. I want to help you feel really excited about the content marketing process so you can feel confident in it and know that it's not just something else to cross off your to-do list. I'm all about the gentle and sustainable growth, so if you're after quick hacks and one-size-fits-all templates, then this is not the place for you. My mission is to help you create content marketing that's actually interesting, feels and sounds authentic, not just like a sales robot, and has just a little sprinkle of strategic magic. I want to help you feel really great about your content so that you can show your dream clients why you're their perfect match. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to Content Etc. Today we're going to be talking about search engine optimization, and it's actually the first episode in a little series that I'm going to be running while we are away in the UK. So we're going to be on holiday for six weeks, and I'm actually getting married during that time, which just feels crazy to say. I'm so excited to be traveling again and to see all our friends in the UK. If you're new to content etc and to word by word storytelling, I lived in the UK with my fiance Jack for two years and we moved back to our home in Australia last year in 2021. So we are very excited to get back and see our friends and have some amazing adventures while we're over there. But I didn't want you to miss out on content, etc. episodes. So I sat down and mapped out a little series, which I think is going to be really, really helpful for you. It's a topic that can feel so overwhelming at first. And throughout this series, I really just want to simplify SEO for you and give you some practical tips you can implement straight away. And I really want you to feel inspired to take action after this and hopefully not overwhelmed at all. So this series was actually inspired by a question submitted by Lisa, who is on Instagram at from dream to plan. So thank you, Lisa, for your question. So Lisa's question was actually about neglecting the website SEO. And she asks, any tips on where to get started, what to focus on first and what to proceed with after that. Now, I'm actually not going to be answering that question in this episode. Have to come back next week, next episode for the answer to that, because I thought, what if you are listening to the podcast, you've just started your business and actually you're not really sure what SEO even is. Hence, the series. So in today's episode, I'm going to explain all the basics of SEO. And I mean like absolute basics. And my focus here is on telling you what you actually need to pay attention to, because there's a lot of stuff that can feel really overwhelming, that is no doubt important. But as small business owners, we're already juggling so much. There's only so much like bandwidth you have to be dealing with all this stuff. So I just want to tell you the essentials that you actually need to worry about and take some action on so that you're not feeling like it's some huge overwhelming thing that you could never do without paying someone for it because that's just not the case. So 
as I said, next episode, I'm going to be answering Lisa's question and giving her some tips on how to get started looking after your SEO again and what to focus on first. But didn't want to dive in without giving the background. So that is what we are going to be doing today because as you might know, I am a big fan of doing what you can bit by bit. So we're going to break it down. So let's get started. First of all, obvious question, what is SEO? SEO is search engine optimization. And in very basic terms, it is writing copy and content in a way that really helps increase the number of people who find your website through a Google search. Also other ways, but I'm just going to say Google for now because it's probably the most recognizable search engine. So basically when you go to Google and you type something in, you type in your question or your query, it's going to scan all the websites in the world to see if there is a topic or content on them that match the search query and deliver it to you so you can get an answer to your question. But as I say, it isn't just limited to Google. SEO also helps us find things in podcast apps and in YouTube and in Pinterest. So keywords and SEO have also become a little bit of an element in Instagram. And I must admit, I'm not fully up to date on this, mainly because I've been avoiding Instagram all year. But your bio is now searchable. And this is why you'll see people adding descriptions to the name section of their bio because you can search that. So it's something, um, the skills that we're going to talk about in this episode, they're really, really basic basics, uh, because I don't claim to be an expert at all, but we are going basic. Um, It's going to help you across all your stuff, including social media. So as I said before, you actually really only need a basic knowledge to start working on your website, SEO, and actually seeing some results. And that is not the narrative that you're going to hear from a lot of people. And it's probably not the narrative you're going to get if you Google SEO and you're trying to learn the basics of SEO, because the biggest people who show up on search are very, very SEO driven. um, And they tend to write stuff I find that is aimed at people who maybe have are able to outsource their marketing or their agencies or they're you know able to spend a lot they have a whole content team or something like that now the truth is most of you who are going to be listening to this episode are probably like me doing everything yourselves <laughs> so we don't want to make it overwhelming and to be honest a lot of the SEO agencies that are out there are charging a lot of money for stuff that you can easily do yourself and it doesn't take much time. So that's really why I want you to understand at least the basics so that if you do decide to outsource in the future too, you're also not ripped off, like you know what you're looking for if that's something you do decide you need to outsource. So a lot of people are take a bit of a bro marketing tactic. They sort of make a lot of money by gatekeeping SEO and they make it seem like it's way too technical for us to understand without paying a lot of money for their services or their software. And while, like I said, that absolutely their software can be helpful and there absolutely is a place for that. As small business owners, there is so much you can do for free and you will still see results. So that's what I want to help you with today because I am absolutely not about making it too technical or anything. So hopefully this helps just break down everything. 
In saying that though, of course, if you work with a professional copywriter like myself, we can make the process easier of optimizing your website because we can write SEO content a little faster, but that's only because we've had lots of practice. So if you're just getting started, it might take you a little longer. But as I say, there are so many little things you can do bit by bit that all add up and you can sort of do little bits at a time as you learn and you can always be doing something like it's not a one and done thing. You don't have to have it perfect for it to start working. You just simply learn a little bit about it, change and tweak a few things, implement what you can and it will have this snowball effect and slowly add up to these overall improvements. So that's what SEO is. Now, I want to break down the three sort of key elements of SEO, the three things that combine in like a little Venn diagram to create SEO. So first up is technical SEO. And this is like the thing that I avoid the most and I'm probably the worst at, let's be honest. Uh, But it is basically all the elements that keep your website running smoothly behind the scenes. Uh, I think it's really easy to get caught up in this. I've spent literal hours trying to figure out how to improve my site speed. Actually fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole on that while I was writing the notes for this episode. But the reality is, while that is absolutely important, it's only one component of your SEO. And you'll probably be served better by focusing on the quality of your content, especially if you're going to repurpose that content and make it work across multiple platforms. But there are some things I know about technical SEO, uh, some things to look at and improve. So first of all, shorten your URLs when you are creating a blog post or a page. Stick to a few simple keywords summarizing the content on that page, like keep it really short. You also want to add meta descriptions to all your pages. And this should be fairly obvious if you're using Wix, WordPress, Squarespace, anything like that. They will usually have a section that says like SEO. uh, So you can go in and add those descriptions. Make sure you're adding alt text to your images. Again, this is usually fairly clearly labeled in your main website providers. And when we're talking about images, make sure the images are like compressed. So you can use a tool like TinyPNG, which is what I use to compress your images without losing too much quality. And as always, I will include a link to that in the notes for this episode that you'll see in your podcast player. You can also check out your site speed and these checks, you can usually do them for free. They'll usually tell you how you can improve. So they might say, hey, your images are way too big and you can work on that. Some things you're not going to be able to improve without like technical coding knowledge. That's okay. Just work on what you can. And again, I'll link some places you can do those tests in the resources part of the show notes. So next up is my favorite, my speciality on page SEO. So this is all about your content, but it's also about how easy your site is to navigate. So this is the part where keywords come in and Like honestly, keywords are a whole other episode in themselves and I'm actually hoping to get a guest expert on for that because it's not my forte necessarily. But in basic terms, you wanna use the words and the phrases that people might be typing into a Google search that would bring up your content. So it's a little bit like working backwards. You've gotta think, what would someone type in that I could help them with? 
So this is the part as well where you want to weave in a bit more strategy than you may be used to when writing. And I think it's really easy at this point, if you're not used to that, to start sounding or feeling like you're sounding a little bit like a robot. So we want to avoid that. We want you to still sound human because here's the thing, writing for Google and writing in a way that's SEO friendly is all about writing for people. So you don't want to try and cram all these keywords in just for the sake of it. And what you'll probably find is that you naturally include a lot of keywords when talking about a certain topic. Sometimes what you have to do is just go back through and add a certain phrase uh, into like a headline or, you know, for example, if you're answering a question like how to plan your content, you might want to write the question in your copy as well. And you you might have previously not done that because in your head, you know what you're saying, but just think about what could Google see that would tell them that this is the content that's going to help that person who's making that search. You also want to make sure that your content is error-free. So I love tools like Grammarly or Hemingway. um, And again, links to that in the notes. And there's also this idea of thin content. So that is content that doesn't have enough words on the page to really count in Google terms. So I would aim for between 500 and 800 words on a blog post or a page. The key thing though, is keeping your content skimmable. You want to have lots of white space in there. And this is something that I think that we should talk about in another episode. And I'm actually going to do an episode in this series that walks you through the anatomy of an SEO friendly blog post. So that's probably where I'll get into a little bit more of that. But readability is really important across all your pages. We skim things online. So you want to make sure that people can skim your site. And you also want to make sure that your site is like structured in a way that is easy to navigate and that you have links linking all your pages together. So the final element that we need to talk about is off-page SEO. Now off-page SEO is basically people linking back to your website and content and therefore helping to establish your authority, basically telling Google, hey, this person knows what they're talking about. This is where you might have heard the term link building before as well. If you are just getting started with improving your SEO or you're just setting up your website, you do not need to worry about this yet. Personally, I think it's much more helpful at this point to focus on building up your blog content, making sure your website copy is engaging, and also making sure that you have something like a lead magnet to send people to once they find you through the places that you've linked and you've got an email list to collect emails. Those would be the things that I would focus on first. However, If you've been working on your SEO for a while, uh, you could improve your off-page SEO by writing blog posts, for example, for other blogs in your niche or other business owners in your niche or some articles or making appearances on podcasts, basically something that links back to you and your work. And hopefully you're also making content that people want to share because that also helps. There is, of course, so much more to SEO than what I've mentioned, but honestly, This stuff that I've talked about in this episode is probably all you really need to know to start making a difference on your website, especially as a really busy small business owner. If you take anything away from this podcast, please let it be these two things. First, you can write SEO content. I know you can. And you don't need to spend money to start improving. And two, Writing content that's optimized for search is actually much simpler than it sounds because it is simply writing for people. 
So when I realized that second one, everything I knew about SEO shifted. I had thought that it was way too complicated for me, that I didn't need it. Then basically realizing that it was about making your website clear and concise and easy to read first and foremost, that helped me move SEO from like the too hard and too complicated and I'm not smart enough for it basket to I can actually do this basket. And that is what I want for you too. It is just about writing for people making it clear, making it concise, making it easy to read and adding in a few of those technical elements as well, just to tell Google that, you know, hey, I'm here, let me help people who are searching through your search engine. At the end of the day, Google doesn't want content that's written for algorithms. They want content created for the people who are using that service. SEO is definitely not a quick fix to your marketing. It's not like you can go viral overnight with SEO usually. It's not as sexy as Instagram. It's not as fun as TikTok, but I promise it is worth the effort and it will give you returns in the long run. There are blog posts that I wrote under my old domain before I changed the name of my business that slowly, slowly, slowly built up traffic and got rankings years after I'd written them. And it's really encouraging to see that. Just know that it is all adding up. The best thing about it is that once you start making those improvements, like I said, you can just build and build as you learn more ways to optimize your writing. And as you're going to hear about in more episodes in this series, part of the SEO writing process is updating as well. That's a great thing. So you can always be learning. There's no like end point and you can always be optimizing and improving your writing. So there's no better time to start than right now. Over the next few episodes, we are going to continue to talk about how to improve your SEO and dive into how you can start your business blog, because that is a key part of driving traffic to your website. So as I said, this series was inspired by a question from a listener. And if you have a question that you'd like to ask, whether it's about blogging, whether it's about SEO, any elements of content marketing, then you can submit a question for me to tackle on the podcast at the link in the show notes. So the other thing you'll find in the episode notes is a link to join my free refresh your content email marketing challenge. It's a free five day challenge full of prompts and advice to help inspire you if your marketing is feeling a little out of whack at the moment, things are a bit weird and you just want to find your mojo again. This is going to help you. It's an evergreen email challenge that I have so you can sign up at any time and the day after you sign up you'll get the first email and you get an email every day for the next five days and that should really help you figure out who you're speaking to like what your content pillars are and hopefully like I said just give you your mojo back when it comes to creating content and marketing your business and it might be just what you need as we go into the festive season if you've got one last push of the year on your sales. I really hope that you're finding this helpful. It's actually quite fun to be demystifying SEO and talking about it. So I'm really excited to bring you the rest of this series, which I hope is just as helpful. And I will be back in your feed next week with the next installment of this series. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Content Etc. If you head over to wordbywordstorytelling.com forward slash blog, you'll find a blog version of this episode. There'll be links to anything I've mentioned in this episode in the show notes on your podcast app. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by tagging me in your stories on Instagram, where I'm at wordbywordstorytelling. And let me know what your biggest takeaway is from this episode. If you know someone who would enjoy listening to the show, please tell them about it. Word of mouth is still one of the most powerful forms of podcast recommendation. Make sure you're following the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it drops.